listeners, just a quick note about this episode. After we recorded it, we realized that the audio was not that great. Um, I went back in and I tried to fix what I could, but it's still a little bit uneven. Well, quite a bit uneven at parts, but we really loved recording this episode. We thought the content was funny and just crazy all over the place, so we decided to go ahead and release it anyway, but full disclosure, disclaimer, uh, if you know, you're sensitive to audio issues, then no, no offense whatsoever if you decide to just skip this one, but anyway, thank you so much. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Not So Molly Women Podcast. Hello, welcome you guys. We don't even have to say who we are. Well, we do because this is not only going to be video for everyone, but it's Sarah and for those on Patreon, you know, because you can see it. Yeah, and it's Katie. Hi, we're on video, obviously. If you're on Patreon, you can see us. And um, if not, sorry, but you can still hear us. (laughs) You can hear us. Um, Sarah, how are you? Good. We were just talking about my baby, of course. He's very clingy right now, so that's that's my life. But um, we went for a lovely walk today and saw the bluebells in the park, and it was beautiful. So that's that's my life. Oh, <laughs> that's exciting updates I have. Katie, how are you? I'm good. I have an announcement. Uh, if you're on Patreon, you can see ah! <laughs> I got engaged. Oh, <laughs> we're so so excited. Katie messaged me yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before? My brain. I don't know it was date. The day before, but I don't know. Okay. And she's like, just drops it in like a picture of her ring and was like, by the way, I'm proposed or I'm engaged. I was like, what the actual fuck? And I was like, in the middle of feeding Rory. So I had to like open it and be like, okay, I'm going to have to address this in a second. But you're engaged. What's funny is I had a half a second where I was like, what if I just told her on the podcast and then just got your reaction? But I was like, no, she'd hate me forever. Good, good thinking. I would be like, what the actual fuck? I would have been selfishly annoyed. I mean, the first thing I messaged was like, wait, you got engaged in Sedona, which was over the weekend. How long have you been engaged? If you haven't told me. (laughs) How long has this been? Yeah, because I was like, I was just waiting to tell my parents. And then I finally was able to tell them. And then by the time I messaged you, it was like in the middle of the night, your time. So you like woke up to the news probably or saw it later on. I did in the middle of the night because I was like feeding Rory and I saw it. I was like, excuse me? Did I dream this? Because the next morning I was like, did I dream this? Let me let me look at this again. So anyway, that's my big news. Big sharing time. It's so sweet. She sent the video and it's adorable, you guys. Well done, Scott. He's a trooper and just it's so cute. Yeah, he surprised me and it was so sweet and I've been crying happy tears ever since so yeah oh <laughs> it's really really sweet I was so happy and yeah all of us are happy anyone who's listening is happy because oh. you guys are the cutest couple and you deserve all the happiness thank you <laughs> well we started off with something sweet so that I can show you something gross <laughs> Ew. so we're going to be watching someone give a devotional at BYU Hawaii 
called The Value of a Soul. Oh, no. Um, by someone named David Glenn Hatch. He is an international concert and recording artist. And this devotional was given April 4th. <clears throat> so like 2023, is that what you just said? Uh-huh. Yeah. So okay. I'm going to share my screen with you. And <laughs> so for those of you just listening, you won't be able to see his facial expressions, but you'll be able to hear. So I jumped into like 28 minutes in because I was like, no, we don't have time for a 41 minute thing. <laughs> I feel like my mental health would not be able to take 40 minutes of that either. No. And do you see his face? His face oh my god okay. he reminds me of um this is so harsh but whatever um south park we have been watching the latest season of south park and you know the canadians how they portray them with like the little <laughs> eyes and like the, <laughs> that's what i'm feeling right now that's what hey, i see buddy. hey guys yeah <laughs> he reminds me of that mixed with like the joker but not like heath ledger joker like no, like Nicholas, not Nick, was it? Um, no. was Jack it? Nicholson. Yeah, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's it. That's, mm-hmm. Even yeah. like Jack Nicholson in like The Shining. Yes, 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 Hopefully yes. In his like mannerisms too. Ooh. Yeah. So, so this guy, he's not a general authority, but he's giving a devotional at BYU Hawaii, has like this huge platform, right? And then this is aired. On, like so everyone can see it so big deal for Mormons and we get to listen to it yay you ready oh boy <laughs> we should only care about what Heavenly Father says about us that we are of him and so doing however must be aware of the great destroyer who is working daily to destroy your self-concept. Oh, is it going to be Satan? Because Satan's <laughs> always working. <laughs> He's so dramatic, right? It's, he really does remind me of Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Like, yeah, that, is, like that is him. Especially starting to become, like, unhinged. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it gets better, girl. <laughs> oh, great destroyer. That's... Ultimate lying liar <laughs> who will stop at nothing to separate us from God. His tactics really haven't evolved much since the garden, but he's <laughs> certainly adept at staying ahead of the curve. Great deceiver's specialty is his key interest in sins. Oh, wait, I couldn't hear. I think the video cut out. What was he saying? He was saying his keen um, ability to, what was it, like, he wants you to care about your preferences and your feelings. And that's how he's, like, the great deceiver and the ultimate lying liar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because, oh, how dare you uh, care about, like, yourself and your own feelings and your own preferences, which... That's leaning into homophobia there, right? Exactly. <laughs> Definitely. Yep. It's quite progressive that way. He wants to hear all of you. 
Our concern. Sorry, it's concern. Knows it. Oh my God, I'm sorry. You guys aren't listening, but he did the eye like. Yeah. His concern. Your concern. His concerns. And he like bugged his eyes out, you guys. Like, I swear he was like a study <laughs> of Jack Nicholson. <laughs> really, though. Yeah. And it's like, it's so funny how they frame Satan as like, oh, he's so bad, so terrible for you because he's concerned about your concerns. <laughs> it's like, we didn't. That, isn't that a good thing? <laughs> but isn't that, yeah, isn't that what you would want? <laughs> yeah, but not in Mormonism, because you're supposed to be, whatever, selfless and... And grateful for everything. I'm doing the eyes. Everything. <laughs> His concerns. Like, <laughs> concerns about everything. For it. Sarah has the big, beautiful eyes. <laughs> and just like, wee, which she gave to her son, and it looks like... It's so wild, you guys. It's so cute. Like, anyway, off topic, but <laughs> you definitely don't have this guy's bug eyes. Your eyes yeah. are cute. His are scary. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead. Lately, it is likely to be a socially relevant liberal Jesus who somehow cares more about your truth than the truth he came to personify, proclaim, and die for. So he's going in the liberal thing. Okay. A new gospel. And I hate it's just so you know. I don't like that word hate, but this one thing I do hate. The gospel of your own truth. <laughs> I feel like that needs to be the episode title. The gospel of your own truth. <laughs> This guy is so over the top and dramatic with this. And he hates liberal Jesus. He's he's saying that Jesus has become too liberal and it's not what he died for back in the Bible. And it, it how dare people have their own truths. How dare them. <laughs> and he hates the gospel of your own truth. <laughs> oh my god. Ever heard it, brothers and sisters? My truth is, and then he whispers to all of us, ah, that's much better. <sighs> to be clear, he won't tell you to give up your faith in Jesus. That, that obviously some of his outdated theology needs revamping because it no longer works today. He's addressing the progressive Mormons, huh? <laughs> Jeez, like... I mean, he's going hard at yeah. the progressive Mormons. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, he won't tell you to stop believing in Jesus. He'll just tell you to be more progressive and more loving and give rights to people. But you can still believe in Jesus. And he's like, no, no, that's not how it's done. That's, that's the devil talking to you. <laughs> I cannot believe that that is actually what this guy is saying in <laughs> April 2023. And his fucking eye movements, like, <gasps> I mean, the, the screenshot right now of his face is like this smirk of like, mm? huh? <laughs> hey. Mm? hey. <laughs> oh, my God. A good chunk of it is offensive enough to be considered a hate crime, especially that bit about marriage and sexuality. Oh, <gasps> right? I right. cannot believe this was allowed to even, like, even for the church. I know. Like. With their publicity and their PR and everything, like, I can't believe that they allowed this guy to give that talk and that devotion 
yeah. or devotional like in 2023 and it's going right. to go viral. Right. I mean, this is like Brad Wilcox uh-huh. times 10 already yeah. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. had to cover him up and now they're letting this guy do it. Right. They're letting him give this devotional and I know it's like, he, and the way he was like um, motioning, he was saying like, oh, so I guess it could be considered a hate crime now, all this stuff about marriage and equality. And it's like, dude, like read the room. Like, wow. Because being like bigoted and doing those, those things, that is a hate crime. So yeah, He's exactly. just getting all flippant about it. Like, oh, they're attacking us and saying that we're promoting hate crimes. And it's like, Mm, sir, uh, I like, dropped on the ground. I cannot believe that that was what he just said. Okay. Jesus told his followers to love one another, not judge one another. So who are you? Judge how others love. Exactly. There, that's him pretending to be the devil. And I'm over here agreeing, like, oh yeah, that's a good message, but that's him pretending to be the devil, saying like, exactly like these are like the thoughts that the devil puts in your head, and it's like, mm, I think that's a good way to think. You shouldn't judge. You should love. <laughs> I mean, that's literally what. But it's also like that is what if you're going to believe in a Jesus and in his gospels and doctrine, that's what he said. Yeah, I know, right? So I'm a bit confused. I was like, like no. You need to believe in the version of Jesus from like 1950s. <laughs> yeah. Like, we hate gay people and women stay in your place. <laughs> and anyone who's not white, get the yeah. fuck out, basically. Right. Yeah. That's what he's saying here. <laughs> that's just how Snowflake, the father of lies, leads members of the church astray. <laughs> the father of lies. The father of lies leads members of the church astray by saying in their head, don't judge. <laughs> Love people. <laughs> I mean, it, it worked for me because I did not like how, how the church judged people. And I was like, hmm, let me question this. <laughs> so maybe the devil worked on us, Sarah. I mean, he obviously did. That's that's why I left. So well yeah. done, Satan. Satan in his three-step <laughs> maneuver. Lord's <laughs> God's word. And present new, different gospel to each generation. Okay, he presents new, different gospel to each generation. No, sir, that's what your church does. Your church changes and says it was revelation, and then each generation has a different form of the gospel, and the new generation is the quote-unquote right one. Exactly. The devil's doing it. See, that's what's so confusing. And I can imagine myself as a Mormon sitting in there listening to this devotion, devotional and just being confused, like being like, but yeah, that's how I feel. But but then maybe that's right. Maybe it is Satan. And but like I could just completely see myself like questioning everything and being like, oh, so those doubts I had in my head that that maybe that is Satan. And he's just really good. Oh, okay, yeah, it makes sense. Really good at like people, and then you just have to kind of trust authority. And you're like, well, I guess yeah. I can't trust myself or my own thoughts, so I just need to repent and pray, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In our hearts, as well acquainted with our carnal desire to rule and worship ourselves. Oh, <laughs> our carnal desire to rule and worship ourselves. I mean, hey. <laughs> you call it. <laughs> hey. Oh, 
Hey, I do <laughs> love to worship myself. So thanks. Did hair flips. Simply put, he wants to destroy people. He wants to thwart. Satan wants to destroy people. I just. But why? For what purpose? I mean, I know that the whole thing is Satan's there to tempt you and to lead you astray, but I don't. It's just so stupid, really, when you really try to put logic to it. It's so stupid. You can't. Like, can you imagine? Like, I mean, of course you can. We were both in it. But, like, it's so silly to think that there's, like, this deity who has been cast out and is so angry that he spends all his time trying to ruin every single person's life. I mean, that's a lot of fucking work. And anything that ever goes wrong in the world, it's his fault. Yeah. Like, how is it even possible if you think about it logically? But then if you take that out of the way, it's just like, it just, I just. Yeah. And, and, and this whole thing <clears throat> kind of like the devil is the father of lies. He wants to deceive you. So he's going to tell you to believe in a progressive Jesus. And then that's going to lead you away from the church, which is going to destroy you. Yeah. Because you're going to be more accepting of people. <laughs> It's the biggest mental gymnastics I think the church has ever done. This is yeah. like a mind fuck for real, where I am yeah. scratching my head thinking like if I was a Mormon being so I would be so confused right now. Like, wait, yeah. but don't we want to love people and be accepting? And like, I'm confused if that's what Satan's telling us to do. Yeah. You what can love is- people, but you just can't really love them. You can like say that you love them. But then <laughs> if they're gay, you can't really love them. Yeah, you just you you can't you can't do it. You can't. They can't sit with you. That's they what happens. You know. <laughs> God's plans. He wants to hurt the people God created and loves. He wants to wreak havoc on those who are chosen by discouraging, disarming, and failing us. He wants to confuse people and lead them away from the truth. No, you want to confuse people. <laughs> You're right. confusing this whole audience. This entire talk is confusing, and we've only listened to, like, five minutes of it. Like, it's so confusing. I don't get it. Like, the Mormon church is the one that flip-flops constantly. Like, if yeah. anything, Satan has made, remained pretty damn consistent. Like, I don't get true. it. That's true. Uh, from all time, he's kind of been, he's been the partier. He <laughs> accepts women. And, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> God is. He wants to kill and destroy the soul of every man, woman, and child. But guess what? So dramatic. Have to be duped. Jesus told his disciples, you remember Matthew? Take heed that no man deceive you. And I might want to add, he's not even a man. video just google it later because honestly this guy's face and all of his expressions are killing me so over the top yeah and not in a good way let no man deceiveth you but you know what mormons get deceived all the time 
I mean, the whole history, the church history is a deceiving thing. Like that was one of the biggest things I was so pissed about when I left the church initially was I felt like I had been lied to the entire time that I was never told that like how the first vision actually happened, how there was multiple versions, how like Joseph Smith put his head in a hat. Like I didn't know any of this shit and felt like I was so like just trusting and lied to and manipulated. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So the irony there, but then even just in like regular day-to-day dealings, like Mormons lie and are lied to, but then he has to do his big reveal. May I remind you, he's not even a man. Man. Okay. But (laughs) trying to get so scared of him because he's like this demon devil that could like lead you astray. But then he's like, but he's not even a man. So we (laughs) have to be deceived. Like, He tried to burn Satan by t- saying he's not a man. <laughs> I know. It's the most ridiculous thing. Like, I can't. <laughs> Sarah's head is in her hands. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. This warning is applicable to every biblical topic and all aspects of our daily Christian walk. There's only one way to prevent the great deceiver from having great influence in our lives. Must focus. <laughs> I'm just. Did you see his shifty eyes when he goes? We must focus. Shift, shift. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but not progressive Jesus. Just Jesus, Jesus. Yeah, and how weird because Jesus, it was like progressive and loving and inclusive. Yeah. But he's over here trying to like make people think. No, like. I don't know, just just go back to the fundamentals of Mormonism, really, right? Like, yep. don't, don't let these other progressive people affect how you believe. <laughs> A little shift, 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 shift. <laughs> Dramatic effect, I, eyes. Yes. Mr. Jack Nicholson. <laughs> his truth, his words, and the gospel he came to proclaim die for so that you and I never again separated from God. Never again. <laughs> never again separated from God. I, it just seems like creepy to, that it would be a eternity with God. And also, how would we know that we're never going to be separated from him again? Because he sent us down here and erased our memory, supposedly. <laughs> That's true. So, to say yeah, so. how would we know? Yeah, how would, how would we know any of this shit? <laughs> oh, no, life extreme job. It's just plain hard. And I hate to tell you, young people, it only gets worse the older you get. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, I agree with him on that. <laughs> Shit only goes downhill the older you get. So our young listeners, buckle up and enjoy these days, because I'm telling you. Be prepared for back pain and... (laughs) Prepare to pop ibuprofen like Skittles every day, because that's what I do. (laughs) It's like, yeah. For real. So he's on to something there. (laughs) Heavenly Father knows our enormous potential and divine worth that when the 
great clouds of life appear. Always remember, Master understood. Of course, of course, he understands because he's experienced it. So what you're going through is not that bad. Right? Nope, nope, it's not bad. So you know, just deal with it. It's it's not that bad. He's already experienced it. <sighs> okay, well, I'm sorry. The tongue lip. To, I, the yeah, I to, he like keeps licking his mouth, and I just feel like I want this man to have a sip of water. <laughs> But I think he's doing it for dramatic effect. Like, he's doing the, like, <laughs> you guys can't see me if you're, you're not on Patreon, but, like, the licking the lip of, like, the, I got to be dramatic and pause. He's doing yeah. all the the really long pauses for dramatic effect. Like, it's just, you know it's so was, over the top. When he was rehearsing this in his hotel room or whatever, he thought that this was gold. Oh. And he was, like, rehearsing these movements. <laughs> Hundred percent. I bet he left and was like, nailed it. Yes, <laughs> that was so good. So nailed good. It. <laughs> Here's the thing. I love over the top shit. I'm obsessed with it, but not when it's bad like this. This is just okay. like, I yeah. hate it. <laughs> I just, I'm imagining these people at this devotional. First of all, they're in Hawaii, one of the most beautiful places in the world. And instead of being outside enjoying the gorgeous weather and geography, they are in a building with this weird Jack Nicholson impersonator. <laughs> <laughs> that Satan wants you to love other people and that's bad. <laughs> yeah, like imagine just being in Hawaii like, well, I missed out on that uh, sunset for this. So yeah, like, that was an hour of my life. I'm not getting back. <laughs> Uh, we'll watch a little bit more, but I think we're, I'm pretty much <laughs> over listening to this guy. And will always be here for us if we but allow him to be the dominating force in our lives. If we allow him to be the dominating force in our lives? Damn. Dominating. He's just so, like, he's trying to, sorry, that was me sitting up in my chair. He's just trying so hard to be, like, really intense and almost like to scare you like this talk is definitely yeah. meant to scare you yeah and make you like okay shit like that's real like satan's real i gotta make sure that i don't allow him into my life you gotta be sure that hf can dominate you i mean that's <laughs> gonna like, see my face but i'm doing the eyes i'd like to be dominated like uh depends on what hf looks like let me uh <laughs> Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, he's not going to barge into our lives, but he does stand in the door and knocks. <laughs> Did he just say he stands in the door and knocks? Yeah. <laughs> I just have this visual of HF just being like, knock, knock. <laughs> he's like the missionaries, like, um, hello? <laughs> No, it reminds me of that meme you posted. Boo. Well, <laughs> Jesus, scares. Oh, Jesus Christ, you scared me. You scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Boo. Knock, knock. Boo. <laughs> oh, so oh. good. Let him in. One of my very favorite scriptures. 
Gospel of John, chapter 15, verses 5 and 6, all to remember. Because I've learned this principle in my life, and it's so true. In John, chapter 15, 5, the Savior said, I am the vine, are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. I mean, that took him three hours to get out because he's trying to be so <laughs> intense with his speech. <sighs> so what was he there? He's the branch where the vines? Yeah, he's doing the scripture mastery where it's like, yeah, we're the the branch and he's the vine. So it's, uh, yeah. We're, we're connected. Yeah. His face right now, he looks like he's going to drop an F-bomb. He looks like he's going to say, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so good. Or without me, you can do nothing. <gasps> without me, you can do nothing. Nothing. With um, a finger. For those of you who okay. can't see, he's got that finger in his hand. Is that not perfect? Okay, that is exactly what an abusive partner would say. Without me, you're nothing. You're nothing without me. That's 100%. As if it's his most favorite scripture, and we're supposed to worship a God that says that? You're nothing without me. Um, Mm. Oh, that's uplifting. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Well, I don't want to watch him anymore, so I <laughs> stop sharing my screen. But, but before, like, I just love that the next video that's up oh. there is profits can see around corners. Oh, Hi. boy. Boo. Boo. Ah, Jesus, you scared me. <laughs> they can still see around corners. Oh, my God. Tell me, tell me your thoughts. What do you, what do you. Clip of it shared on, um. I think it was Instagram. And I was like, wait, is this real or is this like a parody or something? And I like looked it up and I'm like, oh no, this was real. Like, so bizarre, right? I, I, I just can't believe yeah. that it actually happened just a few weeks ago. Like, for me, it's something that I could possibly see during like Gordon B. Hinckley's time where it's yeah. like, you know, late 90s early 2000s like oh they're still you know it's quote-unquote progressive but not that much where he could easily sway people but in this day and age especially with like the internet and social media to post that and then to say the comment about like oh this might be seen as a hate crime but like I cannot believe yeah that that actually made it like, I just can't believe that that the church even allowed him to do that because I know they have to have some process in place where they read every talk before each, yeah. like especially a devotional or if it's going to be videoed mm-hmm. so I just can't believe that that made it no I'm shocked I know I mean but yeah oh <clears throat> uh, yeah it as a progressive Mormon I just like it'd be really I don't know hard to hear that but then you know the, they're probably going to be like oh well he's just speaking as a man or whatever and just exactly. take that out. but and the conservative Mormons will be like, yes, I agree with him. Yeah. We have to stand strong and protect the family. And no one has their truth. It's just 
mean Jesus's truth, not progressive Jesus, mean Jesus. <laughs> mean Jesus is where it's at for conservatives. <laughs> I mean, progressive Jesus is a hippie. That's what they would say. Yeah, yeah, right. I just, I feel like as a, like if I were a progressive Mormon, which I guess towards the end I was, because I was trying to have it both ways, like yeah. to be a Mormon, but also question this stuff. Yeah. I think honestly, I think for the most part, it's going to do more damage than good. Because if you're a progressive and you're already like questioning these things, then you hear the logic that was put in that talk. Like there is none and it doesn't make sense how he's explaining it. And he's literally saying right. like, you shouldn't be loving everyone or accepting and blah, blah, blah. So I think, I mean, of course you have more conservative Mormons than progressive, but I think he's just going to lose another handful of not more of like progressive Mormons being like, okay, yeah, that's kind of the nail on the head now. Like I can't, I can't do any out, like do anything else at this point. Like the more that they come out with these and have these talks and devotionals, it's like they're just hurting themselves. And losing that more and more members, especially yeah. like younger ones and more progressive ones, they're just like, oh, yeah, I don't, that doesn't sit right with me. No. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a good thing. That's hopefully a good outcome. <laughs> I think that's a positive. I just, yeah, I'm still baffled. But this, yeah, and this his, is- his face and his his animation I just oh my god that's why I was like this has to be on video because I could have had you just listen to that but it wouldn't have been the same right no <laughs> no and I uh, honestly I feel like they're almost like comp- a competition it was like Brad Wilcox was also over the top and dramatic right. with his speech and delivery and like having these dramatic pauses and like if you know trying to be over the top and then now this guy is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to one up Brad Wilcox and do it even more intense. And like, just I don't know if it, if they think that maybe the church is saying like, OK, we have to go back to scaring people even more. Like, so we have to be over the top. We tried the whole being nice and friendly and like woke. I'm doing air quote woke because, you know, that's like bad word these days. And so now we got to go back to scaremonger and fear mongering as well. I know. And it makes me think like <clears throat> Cringy. Yeah, like Brad Wilcox was, it's almost like he thinks he's more hip or something and like mm. appealing to the kids by being yeah. like, I'm being like theatrical. I'm not being like the other general authorities that kind of talk in that monotone way. And yeah. parents, they're like, I'm the cool guy that can say it like it is and then just spew all this weird, hateful, uh, nonsensical stuff. And probably some younger kids do eat it up, but I bet a lot of them are like, Oh, <laughs> like what the actual fuck but it is like I mean I know we've already talked about it in this episode but it is kind of silly to think about that we believed in Satan and like I was literally scared like I was terrified of Satan oh, me, too. me too and to think about like having these talks that's why like hearing these talks and having you know all of the members of the church and authority saying all the time like Satan's just gonna grab as soon as you slip just one time even yeah. if it was to be more like progressive Jesus, like that's not okay. Satan's going to grab you right up, you know? And like, it's always baffling to people who are never Mormon to hear when, when they ask me like, but didn't you research it? And it's like, no, I don't think you guys fully understand. Like I was terrified to look at anything outside of yeah, the Mormon church. That is Satan too. Yeah. So, so even just looking at something, then yeah, you were taught like, oh, it's like that's that one step. And you yeah. have the Holy Ghost protecting you and Satan can grab you and your life will be ruined. 
Exactly. You're constantly, like, from all angles, authorities are telling you what is Satan. And so even, like, you know, just the regular shit that we were told was Satan, like, rated our movies yeah. or whatever. But then you get this guy coming in and being like, even if you think you're being good, Satan might all just be putting those thoughts in your head. So then you're constantly, like, doubting yourself and being like, yeah. okay, is that my thought or is that Satan and am I safe? Like Always. You're just and, like, every like, decision you make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no wonder we have incredibly intense anxiety and mental health issues as adults because <clears throat> we've been conditioned to, like, live our lives in fear, like, in that state of, like, panic almost all the yeah. time. Like, am I being good enough? Am I worthy? Am I in danger? When those things were just made up to control us. A hundred percent. Oh my God. That's like speaking so much to me right now about the anxiety. Cause I, I mean, we both talk about our anxiety openly, but like I struggle to just make decisions first of all, because I feel like in the Mormon church, you always have to like pray about it and see if you get the right answer or not. And then if you don't, then like you always question like, is this Satan like telling me to do this or is it God? I don't know. So then you're back and forth, back and forth. And then it's also the same thing with like just being in your head about any type of response where you're like, Oh my God, maybe that person's mad at me now because I did something wrong. Because like I was listening to Satan instead of God and like I didn't do the right thing. And so blah, blah, blah. Like it's just like ping pong. Like it's back and forth in your head. You're like constantly like over overthinking every single thing. Even now that you and I have abandoned the belief in like a specific God and we don't believe in the devil anymore. Like you and I still both have that intense anxiety about how others react to us. Yes. Like yeah. thinking that people are mad at us or disappointed yeah. us or something because yeah, it's, it's like hardwired in us now to be like, we need approval. We need to be like protected, blah, blah, blah. And if someone is like, takes a minute to respond to us sometimes it's like, I sit there and I'm like, Oh my God, did I say something like yeah. mad at me? Even though like, there's no logical reason to think that, but your brain jumps to it because every time, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so fuck the church really owes us like all of our therapy sessions oh, and psychiatry sessions yeah. <laughs> like give us our tithing back and pay for our mental health professionals and medications please <laughs> we and beyond that like we grew up in the 2000s where so not only was the church filling us with this garbage but society was telling yeah. us we weren't worth anything unless we were a size zero so now we have all the body image issues on top of everything and the modesty issue. So it's, uh, like, uh, it's totally fucked. So we're just double, triple fucked, basically, is what's yeah. going on. Uh, but we're here talking through it in solidarity. <laughs> and I'm sure listeners, like you probably, most of you feel the same way. And we got to work through that trauma and just try to unfuck our brains <laughs> yeah basically that's all you can do because honestly i need people to like tell me especially it's like never moza will be like it's okay like calm down because i'll be like oh my god i'm really sorry and i feel like this need to over explain so that people understand that i'm not just like right being a horrible person because i've been always taught that like if you do this or this this you disappoint someone then you're a horrible person and you're disappointment and you're not worthy and blah 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 right so anytime I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm going to send you a novel as a response because I just feel like this and this and this. Yeah. And, this. and everyone's no, like, you guys, eh. she's not even exaggerating. Like even with me, if we have to reschedule something, she'll like send me this long paragraph about like, 
what what went wrong with Rory and how like her yeah. sister, what she's feeling and what happened with the family and blah 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 and I'm like like I want to know all everything in your life yeah, yeah. I'm like honey you don't need to like you don't have to make ex- you don't have to explain like we can just reschedule but I do the same thing I'm like if yeah. I just say it's weird messaging and being like hey I'm so sorry can you reschedule I feel like I have to explain every little yeah. thing or else like you're gonna be mad at me even though I know you wouldn't logically be mad no. at me no, exactly. We have that in our head of like we have to overcompensate and be like, oh, I'm okay, right? Like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's all it's, down to that fucking Satan, I tell you. He, he did and, it all. <laughs> he did it all, but we like Satan now because now we yeah. realize the church was just putting this false image of Satan up. But Satan, we know, does the three-step maneuver. And he, he does the three-step maneuver, and I feel like Satan would be the type that'd be like, yo, let's just smoke a joint and have yeah. some McDonald's. Like, let's chill. chill. You don't need to worry about anything, right? That's anything to me, like HF <laughs> CJ that are like, you're nothing without me. Yeah. Like, exactly. I'll give shit. Oh, man. <laughs> chill. <laughs> chill the fuck out. Chill. Right. Well, that was the episode. Thanks for watching with me. Thanks for taking me on that ride. Now I feel like if I see it on social media, I'll know exactly what people are talking about. You'll recognize that Jack Nicholson face. Now hashtag the ultimate lying liar. The ultimate lying liar. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. We'll talk bye. To you later.